0: Aloha kako! You are listening to Native Stories. Native Stories exists to share the voices of those connected to the land, and our vision is to create a resource for Pilina, or connection to place. Native Stories aims to activate Indigenous perspectives. And aloha kāko no no kapule. Hello, everyone. My name is Nenea Lo and I come from Papakolea Oahu and I'm now residing in Kapule. Mahalo nui for joining us on another episode of Native Stories, and this is an episode that is a part of our Mele Hawai'i series on place-based aloha Aina mele from Kanakamoli artists. And today we have Mickey. Hui Hui, and she will be introducing herself. So aloha, Miki.
1: Aloha, ena nea. mahalo to Native Stories for inviting me to be a part of this podcast. Aloha nui. on the Kingdom of Aloha, my name is Miki Hui Huihui, and I am from Kaneohe. I'm currently living in Palolo. Um, I've run away from Hawaii a couple of times, um, you know, seeking greener pastures outside of the confines of island life, but I'm happy to report that none of that stuck. And I'm currently living and loving on my beloved Bert Sands. Um, I returned to the community college system and graduated from University of Hawaii Manoa with a bachelor's degree in Hawaiian studies. And um, my graduate work in Pacific Island studies and served as an administrator at Halau Public Charter School, uh, which is a kipuka for community and place-based indigenous education. Uh, It's renowned for fostering traditionally trained and civically active youth. And the school really awakened my ancestral kuleana uh, to apply my learnings from Kamakaku Kalani in a real-world context in everything I do. I'm a community engagement lady by trade, um, and I have been blessed to serve as an organizer in the larger movement for independence and self-determination in my community in various capacities. Um, I jumped into the hot seat at Hawaii People's Fund in 2016 as its executive director, um, but soon found you know, inherent parallels between community organizing and moving resources to movements here at home you know, across issue areas. I firmly believe that social justice in Hawaii begins with indigenous justice. And given Hawaii's sordid political past and present and Kanaka Maoli are overrepresented in all the ways that typically plague native communities, I'm finding incredible relevance and passion in the work. And in these weird huli days full of uncertainty, I feel so, so fortunate to be in service to the larger transformation of my beloved Hawaii. You know, this work has me believing that we will win, uh, all of us in our collective efforts for liberation, solidarity, and justice.
0: Oh my gosh, it gives me chicken skin. I love how you you speak and even how you write. Um, that's something that I've actually really appreciated since working with you at Hawaii voice People's Fund. Because I don't know, I like how you write is how you speak and i love people who walk in their truth um, you know like because some like for me trying to find that balance of i don't know yeah like showcasing who i am my profession and being professional like i've always believed that all that profe- quote unquote professionalism is kind of a way of also oppressing it's like colonizer tools in a way to Mm. oppress your identity and who you are and working with you i like have gotten a lot more confident in showcasing myself via email so (laughs) for, for your influence on my on my life um aloha and we actually know each other from hawaii people's fund um (laughs) <laughs> Can you share a little bit about what Hawaii People's Fund is? Uh, Hawaii People's Fund,
1: so I'm blessed to serve as the director, uh, executive director at the Hawaii People's Fund, and mahalo to Nanea and our entire grant-making committee um, for your hananui nui and your hard work in making sure that the grassroots are well-resourced. Um, since 1972, Hawaii People's Fund has given all of us an opportunity to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Um, We're the only organization in the world specifically addressing the needs of grassroots progressive movement builders in Hawaii. And we were initially formed in response to short-sighted development efforts, economic and social disparities, and indigenous dispossession in Hawaii. And for almost 50 years, um, our Ohana has challenged these inequities by resourcing and advocating for those upending and healing the effects of it and you know the slow and steady simmer of intergenerational change is what it takes and our ohana's role has been a game changer in our shared story
0: yes hawaii's people's fun i love it every time i like go on our website or i hear a mission my fist is always like in my mind and they're actually in there
1: Ew, ew. <laughs>
0: Okay, so can you share with us how you started doing music? So my mama
1: um, was a local entertainer in Hawaii. Um, Back in the day, like we grew up in bars, and you know she would drag us up on stage regularly, which is probably where I get my incapacitating stage fright from. (laughs) She uh, she sang at the Halekoa Hotel um, for. A really long time, and um, her band uh, regularly played at you know weddings and parties and and all over the place. Um, her mom, um, my my holy grandma, was a music teacher um, at Castle High School, and also um, my mother comes from Utah. So before they came here, my my grandma was was also teaching music um, in the mainland, and. Then at Kamehameha schools, I was part of the orchestra for nine years, so a lot of that um, classical training was reinforced through my time in the orchestra. And then in high school, I was a part of the concert flute club.
0: What do you play in the orchestra?
1: I'm a violinist. It's my party oh my trick. Gosh. Yeah, it's my party trick. It's not a, a, it's not something I do regularly anymore, but it's, uh, it's, it's a party trick. <laughs>
0: I actually used to play um, in band the flute for a few years, but that was like way a long time ago. So I think the only song that I remember that I know how to play is Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> my, niece, I- my,
1: my sister's daughter, um, she took up the violin um, at a very young age, so she's a part of the baton rouge youth symphony you now and it's it's just really oh, wow. awesome i actually she actually has my violin that she plays in that in the symphony with so it's a little bit of um a little bit of that that legacy in history is passed on to the next generation which i'm super stoked about
0: oh my gosh that's so special yeah i love it so you just have a big musical hana
1: yeah, my sister, um, my my family moved to Louisiana because of the high pasta living here in Hawaii. Um, like so many other kanaka, they had to dig out um, to afford living. Uh, my sister actually runs her own music studio. She teaches voice and violin and cello and piano. And so she's, she's quite the musical prodigy. Uh, my brother, David, um, he was a Musical rock star in high school, like nominated for a Hoku award when he was a senior, and sings like an angel. Um, my my brother's voice is unparalleled. I've never heard anyone sing better than him, actually, in my whole life. Um, yeah, so very musical family, um, but they're like they're they're serious professional musicians, um, whereas my aloha for music you know, is, is a little more casual. They're dedicated. I'm dedicated too, but in a in a more playful way, I think.
0: Mm. So what kind of music are you interested in?
1: I am interested in any music that soothes the soul and inspires and uplifts. You know, I'm not a, a really big fan of melee that doesn't uplift and inspire. Um so as far as genres go like i like all i like all genres of music um, as long as it's uplifting and inspirational
0: i totally vibe with that i feel like when people ask me that i'm like i don't know sometimes i i like music that i wouldn't necessarily think i'd like but like the vibe and like mm-hmm. you know the melody or something catches me and it's just i like what i like too
1: yeah yeah
0: um, okay, so what band are you in? Can you share about... So um, I am blessed to
1: be a part of uh, the heaviest roots reggae band in Hawaii, um, <laughs> Ukla the Mock. Um Ukla the Mock is, uh, you know, they used to be a hardcore uh, thrash band in the mid-90s, um, like super loud music, um, but they changed their musical direction after being invited to play at a reggae house party um, in in the in the late '90s, and these guys are steeped in roots reggae knowledge and influence, and the music kind of evolved evolved into its own brand of Hawaii roots, you know, which is different, very different from Hawaiian music. Um, we're all very familiar with Hawaiian music, and aloha nui to those folks who make that music, but we've made a concerted effort to not. Hawaiian, um, and we classify our music as as Hawaiian roots music. Uh, the band was looking for a female vocalist in the late 90s and my brother Jimbo um, Ross Bird, he asked me to come on, and play along. And and then Kali joined the mix and, and uh, now Poki'i is a part of the band and, and the rest is history. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. Um- I actually remember first hearing Ukla um when I was, like, in high school. Or actually, before that, when my brother would play it when he'd go Sandys and stuff like that. And i <laughs> he'd have to babysit me and take me <laughs> along with him. So it's, like, when uh, I got asked to join Hawaii People's Fund on the grant-making committee, I was, like, oh, my gosh, I get to meet you, <laughs> um, Mickey. Low key fangirl in the back. I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. Cause I've always gone to your guys' shows like at Manoa Gardens at UH or at Hawaiian Bryan's or random places. I think Jasmine's back in the day. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's been um
0: it's been a wonderful ride.
1: Um the there's no feeling like um being in a room with folks who are all on the same page you know that's one of the things i think that Ookla has um afforded everyone who either plays in the band or folks that enjoy the music is it who ease up people on the same vibes um it's mm-hmm. it's hard to be upset when listening to ukla um and and i i treasure that i treasure that a lot we've been together for um, God, almost 23 years. Um, I mean in it you know in the, its current incarnation. Um, it's been a beautiful ride. Um, you know I've been with the Hui officially since about 2000 right after I finished um, my undergrad at Kamakakuo Kalani.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> and I can't believe you guys have been together so long. I feel like time just flies.
1: Yeah, it really does. It really does. It's been so fun, that's why.
0: Can you share with us a little bit more about what is original Hawaii Roots Reggae? Um,
1: So, like I mentioned, it's different than Hawaiian music. Um, It's uh, the music that we make together. I mean, there's nine of us in a band, right? So there's lots and lots of different musical influences. But the music we make together is... It's an amalgamation of everyone's influences and styles. You know, we we co write our melee for the most part. So, you know, the vocalists or the lyricists, you know, they bring a tune to the hui and then the band um, creates the rhythms and, and, and the music behind it, or vice versa. You know, a rhythm is created first and, and then the vocalists and lyricists, you know, create the melody and harmonies over those rhythms. So it's very much a, a co creation endeavor. Um, we play a couple of covers, but only a couple, um, that we, we really, uh, take pride in the fact that it's original music that, that, that's our own, um, and then that ensures too that we're speaking to, to our truth in the melee.
0: I love that too. Um, I can say that you guys definitely do that because... I think the last show I, I seen like a long, maybe like last year at Hawaiian Brian's. you guys like switch off. Like whenever it's some somebody's song, you guys like kind of rotate around, which mm-hmm. I appreciate because, um, I mean, I go to plenty shows and, it, you know, sometimes it's only just one band me- member, or, like, highlighting the whole time and it gets kind of boring you know it's like hey we want to see what your other peeps in the in the crew have to offer so that i Mm -hmm. appreciate that
1: (laughs) yeah and it's um it's i feel really blessed to be um you know part of a a vocal trio that that really complements each other well um the harmonies is something i think that makes our sound unique um and, yeah, Poki'i and Kali are, they're amazing to sing, to sing with.
0: Mahalo. Okay, so what is the purpose and mission of your music as a hui?
1: So, uh, to deliver the roots, um, you know, hard-hitting rhythms, conscious lyrics. You know, we try very hard to make sure that our lyrics are super conscious and not just, you know, any kind, Um. And, and super complex instrumentation, you know, which is often lacking in what we typically hear on the radio. So Ukla helps to fill that void. Um, I would have to, um, I definitely have to acknowledge that our bassist, uh, Jagambi is, uh, you know, he is um, very much a, a driving force in the, the creation of the music, um, his his Ohana is uh, very versed in all kinds of genres of music. Their Hale and Pololo is, you know, several rooms filled with records, jazz music, all kinds. Um, so that that's where a lot of the complexities um, in the creation come from. And with nine members, you know, the lyric, the vocalist being three more instruments, you know, um, it's very. Uh, very unpredictable sounds that come out of the band, which is great because it kind of keeps the listener on the toe, on their toes, and, and and keeps us keeps us sounding very, very original.
0: Definitely. Is the that house in Palolo? Is that the one that? Because I follow Father Psalms. Hmm. Is that the one they're always like in and recording in?
1: Yeah. So the um the the first and the second album and the third and the fourth, yeah, we recorded all our albums at at uh, at Ryan's house and um, for the second album, second album, we we did it professionally elsewhere, but we he finished and mixed it at his Halle in Palolo, um, and it's super. I mean, Ghetto Circus Records is the name of was the name of our label, um, and she was a Ghetto Circus like the vocals for. On um, many of the albums, happen in a closet in his room, surrounded by Aloha shirts. Like it's a very um, it's she's Ghetto Circus for sure. Um, but but <laughs> but that I think speaks volumes to the to the grassroots style of our music. Um, you know the, we had the band had uh, participated in professional recording studios, done some of the tracks in recording studios. You know that gets very costly. Um, after a while, and Ryan uh, fine-tuned his skills as a producer and a recorder, um, and and Father Psalms is is a wonderful example of just how how rough and tough you know his skills have become.
0: Um, I love how you share that because I, yeah, like I know a lot of or some musicians and. I actually prefer the grassroots sounding of, you know, people getting together and just working off the pure aloha of music and wanting mm-hmm. to touch people's lives. And yeah, I know a lot of people who recorded, yeah, in their little rooms, like, you know, little closet kind of rooms with their little soundboards up mm-hmm. and,
1: just,
0: you know, producing it out of love. So mm-hmm. I think that's the best music compared to, and that's what I think sets apart. A lot of our like yeah mele Hawaii artists is that you can hear it with in our music on like how prideful you guys are and like the outreach
1: mm. I like to and you know it's, you, you mentioned um, mele Hawaii music, I do want to note that um as a musician, you know even though Ukla is reggae band roots reggae Hawaiian roots um. I believe that the music that I make and the, the songs that I write and the music that I sing, I consider that Mele hawai'i, regardless of what genre it is. Um, I'm a Hawaiian. I'm a Hawaiian who created this music. It's Hawaiian music, as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And I love that too. Um, I love that our people are so diverse and, like, mm-hmm. you know, we can it's the classical. And we can hit like this reggae style. We can go, we can do rap. Like, I feel like nowadays there's a lot more rappers that are coming out and spitting in Olala, Hawaii and talking about their aina and places. And I hope that if you guys are listening to this, that you guys come hop on and schedule an interview with us at Native Stories because that would be awesome for you guys to share. Um, Yeah, I feel like musically, every year it's just been. Amazing to see the abundance of mm-hmm. Aloha Ayana coming out.
1: Mm-hmm. Lahui Rising.
0: Ew. Ew. <laughs> okay, so we are going to play one of your songs, um, Revolutionary. And can you share with us the place and meaning it was written behind?
1: Sure. So, Revolutionary, this is this melee is featured on our uh, fourth album, Vault. And I was inspired to write this melee after some of my hoa um, had organized with Ilio Ulaokalani to stop the US war machine from building up their Striker Brigade campaign in 2004. Um, shout out to uh, Noelani Goodyear Kaupua and Imaikalani Winchester for being the original inspirations for this. Um, it is a kahea to our la hui to pick a side. You know, to stand for pono and to reject the continued desecration of our aina and our culture and our traditional ways of knowing. Um, it's about recognizing our kuleana to defend our aina, um, which in turn defends our future.
0: Amazing. So did you go to school with um, Kumunoi Lani, goodyear Kaupua and Imai?
1: So Noe is... Uh, one year younger than I am um, from Kamehameha. Um, but our pili grew after high school for sure. Um, and Imai Kalani and I, uh, our pili grew working at Halau Kumana together for all those years. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, I was blessed to have Kumu Noilani as my kumu when I was doing my undergrad. And I just consider her my kumu now too just because Mm. I've learned so much from her but I've
1: always
0: yeah I've always appreciated that um, because she's a political science kumu or professor at UH Manoa University of Hawaii at Manoa but she has always emphasized um, learning on all four fronts including mele and like slam poetry and aloha aina work like actually getting into the aina and Mm -hmm. Um, asserting yourself, kanaka or not, kanaka, and to learn what your positionality and um kuliana is to this aina of Hawaii mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I just wanted to say that. But
1: pick, we, gotta, we gotta pick a side. We can't we can't be on the fence when it comes to our Lahui. Um, you know this is something that um Kumuhana trask um, made very clear. Is that you, you got to commit to which side you're on and own it um, and work for it. And
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: The crown from Babylon's club.
0: Um, what do you envision for the future of the lahui and the hawaiian kingdom this is a heavy question but i always like to ask our kanaka that come on because i just love hearing you know what the future holds and what people are affirming
1: i mahalo for asking this important question um and it's important that The Kanaka that you ask this question to all have different answers because that's going to make for a a much more diverse, fantastic future for the Lahui. I I envision a future that's guided, guided by our Aina, you know, and that that's the Aina inside ourselves, the Aina outside of ourselves, you know, our reconnection to Aina is a Lahui, and the Aina being the leading factor in all development efforts, whether it's uh, economically or socially you know Aina is the standard for social and economic infrastructure um, is the future I envision for Allah
0: yes beautiful and I love how you talk about Aina being inside yourself and outside of yourself I I do believe too like Aina is so diverse and it comes in many different forms so mahalo for sharing that mm. <laughs> Um. so how can people get involved? Um, we like, here on Native Stories, we like to do a call to action to our listeners um, every time an episode comes out on Sundays at 7 a.m., Hawaii Standard Time. Um, can you give them an action to do?
1: Sure. So the first action I would say is that as soon as the world opens back up, and I know everybody's itching for live live music um, again, and once it's uh, safe for ourselves and our ohana to return um wherever (laughs) please come and check out ukla like it's been uh you know it's been nine months since we've we've shared a stage together and that's been difficult um but please make an effort to come and check out ukla um i know i've i've personally written a bunch of songs during this weird lockdown um and i can't wait to to be in a room with my brethren and, and get those um get those sorted out and louder and amplified um, with the with the blessings of the band behind them, but as I also shared before, um I'm blessed to serve as the executive director at Hawaii People's Fund. Um, you know we're an organization that moves resources to grassroots movement work in Hawaii, and I recommend anyone that is interested in supporting the roots movement um, that is organizing and the Pono Resilience effort in Hawaii to connect to the Hawaii People's Fund. Um, we have a, our website is hawaiipeoplesfund.org. Um, we're on social media as well. And, you know, a main push of our work is, you know, not only to resource grassroots organizations, but also, uh, also to uplift and advocate for them. So no doubt you'll, you know, you check out our website, you check out the, uh, the social media Uh, people spend social media you'll see um you'll see us advocating and and my recommendation would be to just plug in um to these organizations um because they're the ones making the real changes in hawaii and mahalo to native stories for for spreading the the good word of liberation far and wide through your podcast and mahalo again for having me on this today
0: Mahalo. Yes, so everybody get out there, and we will put the links in the podcast info and on our posts on our social media to connect with um, Hawaii People's Fund. Um, and well, yeah, also, are-
1: also, if I, if I can if I can interject, like ukula also has a Facebook page. Um, you know, it's it's a little dark right now because there's no uh, live shows coming up, um, but you know. Live music has been so trippy during this weird wahoo-lee. But most of our music is available on online platforms. Um, And if you're interested in the OG CDs, uh, you can contact me directly. You know, I'm currently the merch chick um, for Ukla. I'm holding the boxes at my hale. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: So any last thoughts or any other messages that you want to share with the world at this time?
1: Um, just mahalo nui. Thank you again to Native Stories for all of the great work that you guys are doing. It's so mea nui, especially as we've all shifted to this new way of receiving information. And um, so important to have uh, the Native voices and the Native stories out there in the universe. Um, maybe we can hui up and be together, but we can certainly continue spreading our messages. Yeah. Um, and if, I don't know if there's time, but if, if you're able to share an outro, melee, um, I did want to um, offer up uh, another song that, um, that Ukla did specifically speaking to the Kanaka. Um, it's called Hawaiian Man. It's from our second album, Rearrange Your Positive. And it's, you know, it kind of in that same vibe of pick a side, like Hawaiian Man, what are you going to do? You know, like, it's a call to action for Kanaka Maoni. And. Um, and with all of this time that we suddenly find to have, you know, on our hands, you know, now is the time to figure this stuff out so that when when it's time to start running um, and it's time to start hooing up again, um, you'll be firm in your commitment and decision to the lahui.
0: Yes, we will definitely play Hawaiian Man. Um, <laughs> so wrapping it up. Um, mahalo nui mickey for coming on native stories and sharing about your mele hawaii um and your journey through you know life and where <laughs> you are now and putting that kaya out there to all of the awesome listeners out there um so if you all want to further connect with us please do we are looking for more stories and podcast host collaborations. And you can download our mobile app for place-based stories and walking tours. You can also listen to us on all streaming podcast outlets and Facebook. Just search Native Stories. And we are on Instagram, but our handle is a little different. It's O-U-R Native Stories. Um, and we share daily on Native and Indigenous Kaimia or things. So please make sure to share us to all of your Ohana and friends. And here at Native Stories, we pride ourselves in being your resource. And the more you share, the more native and indigenous knowledge and truths are told. I'm sending any aloha to all of you out there and to all for tuning in. Peace. We'll
3: John is my light, my life and my salvation It's in my home deep i like to take a little walk through the water Up in your life The only blessing shower down on me structure Show me who I am Only your light should fill up in your center It's bright, this bright, you can get